Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, the Buzz in the Tower Holiday Special, Part 1. December is our favorite month of the year. Sitting on our couch, hot cup of cocoa, curled up with a blanket, watching John McClane say yippee ki or patiently waiting for Ralphie to get his Red Rider BB gun. The 80s brought us some of the best Christmas movies you could ever want. Today, we're going to play the role of Santa and explore all of our favorite 80s Christmas films and make a definitive list of who really was naughty or nice. I'm Ho 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 Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Rusty to my Clark, Max Merry Christmas Sanders. And with that, let's check our list twice. Why am I not Cousin Eddie? Oh my God. You're right. I got the bathrobe and everything. No, you're right. I'm crazy. You're absolutely Cousin Eddie. <laughs> I don't, I, you're, you're 100% right. Here's even, here's the funnier part. It's not lost on me that these two Jewish guys are starting off the holiday special saying Merry Christmas and ho, ho, ho. Yeah, turn on a microwave and get weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Max, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, man. Here Merry we go. Holidays. Here we go. Huzzah. Yeah. Max, today we're taking over the fat man's job. It's time. He needs a break. He needs a vacation. Absolutely. Uh, vacation, you say? Maybe a Christmas vacation. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we, th this was actually your idea. All credit to you, and I thought it was a fun idea. I have abused you this year and made you watch. I say made you. You've loved watching it, but you've watched hundreds of 80s films. 285 and counting. Right. And, last three months. And, and you always get, get put on the spot. So you wanted to, on our first ever holiday special, by the way, very exciting. 
I hope you are ready for some Yule time cheer. You wanted to put me on the spot and make me play the role of the fat man, which I know has nothing to do with my physique. You are wearing red. I am wearing red. Okay. No uh, beard though. No beard. What do you look gr- like with a beard? Uh, I look like Santa, unfortunately. Really? No, not you at all. You got white? You're no. a silver fox? I, I haven't grown a beard in a long time. Do it. Could it. Be. No, no. Please? Absolutely not. I can't. For Santa? No way. Oh. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play the role of Santa. You're going to play the beardless role of beardless Santa. You're going to be my head elf. Yeah. This the, is a Dwight Schrute, Michael Scott office situation. Absolutely. I'm for and that. I know you're for that. Yeah. You love that. And you're going to throw at me from our list of favorite 80s Christmas films. Right. You're going to throw at me characters that I don't know who they're going to be, but I have to make a decision whether they are naughty or nice. Snap decision. And I have to be able to defend it one way or the other. Yep. Love it. Uh, quick clarification. I'm sure some people are waiting for us to have the debate. And you know what the debate is. Uh, I don't want to have it. I don't Do want to have, have it either. It? We're not going to have the debate, but we should identify what the debate is. Everyone around this time of year wants to talk about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I don't have the Johnny Five that. Yeah, there you go. No, <laughs> get it out yeah, of here. Let's get it out of here. <laughs> I think that, while that's a fun topic, that's not what we're doing. It's not fun. It's, <laughs> it's really upsetting. It is. It is. I'm upset. You put me in a weird mindset to start this I'm out. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the the way in which we are choosing to define Christmas movies, uh, and we'll do that. We'll put kind of the guardrails around it. But let's start with the easiest way. A Christmas movie is a movie that's about Christmas. Right. So if you have a movie that's about Christmas, that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Trees, Santa, reindeer. Just, not just trees. We should be more specific. Pine trees. Pine trees. You know, or Christmas trees. Christmas trees that look like Christmas trees. You are, you are, you and I couldn't be more different. We General should, trees. We should, shrubbery. We, we, should shrubbery. T- we should talk about this. There are, in my experience, there are two types of, of Jewish people. There are the Jewish people that grew up around Jewish people. That's you. You you grew up around, I mean, you went to what, like 300 bar mitzvahs growing up? Yeah. So if you celebrate Christmas, you were alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> you That was the oddball in your town. I grew up around virtually no Jewish people. So all I ever wanted my whole life was Christmas. So like I basically, I, I love Clark Griswold. Like that's who I want to be. I want to be the Christmas guy. Eh, eight days is better than one. I know. See, I love Hanukkah too, by the way. Happy Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah? It is. I know. It's okay. terrible. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. <laughs> nice. Nice Hanukkah. Um, <laughs> gelt. That's right? amazing. Hanukkah gelt. Yeah. Dreidels. Come on. Baruch. Easy, uh, easy. You're, we're going to lose memory. Okay. We're going to lose our audience. So <laughs> that's amazing. I, I get a tree every year, a real tree, you know, and plus having kids makes Christmas and Hanukkah quite a bit more Do you more put the fun. little train around too? Yeah, we do have a train. Yeah, Aww. we absolutely do. It's, I'm, I'm a sucker for this Jammies? Stuff. You have matching jammies? Absolutely. We have Hanukkah jammies. Okay. But we have Christmas Stockings? jammies too. Oh yeah. The okay. whole nine, man. Okay. We don't mess around at the Shapiro house. But we, I've been this way before I even had kids, before I got married. I love Christmas. But it's important to bring that up because again, you have... This easy way to identify Christmas movies, which is it's a movie about Christmas, about Santa, right. about the reindeer. In the title, usually. And it could take place any time of year. If you had a movie that was about Santa taking his summers in Hawaii, that's still a Christmas movie because it's about that. Santa, yeah. right? And it's about Santa. The second way that we can define a Christmas movie is where Christmas is the backdrop of a movie. Absolutely. And to me, that's where people get so tied up on Die Hard. Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas and there's a lot of references to Christmas in the movie. Any movie where that backdrop is Christmas is a Christmas movie. Absolutely. And I'm not talking obscure one or two moments. I'm saying if the scene is set and the lights are up and it's referenced, 
that makes it as a Christmas movie. So for us right now, the only line I'm drawing in the sand is we're excluding a whole bunch of movies that I would call made-for-TV Christmas movies because which, we're which sticking you to you movies. Watch, by the way. I did make you watch those, but Pac-Man Christmas, He-Man She-Ra Christmas, Star Wars Christmas. These are fantastic. Oh, my God. No, Babes in Toyland is a legit movie. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. That's it a real looks, it's, It it's, looks made-for-TV. Yeah, don't talk about that Keanu Reeves <laughs> gift in a negative way. But we, Mr. Miyagi was Santa. <clears throat> he was. The that's the distinction. So today we're not, by the way, maybe next Christmas. That's my Christmas gift as we talk about all the made for TV movies. But but we're an 80s cinema podcast. So we're going to stick to the movies, not to the made for TV movies. I'm for that. Okay, fair enough. So you and I, the only part of this that we talked about beforehand is we kind of landed on a list of our favorites and we're probably missing a couple, but we picked the ones that we like. And really, other than that, you are rapid fire picking the movie throw in the characters and I as the sit in Santa for the day have to decide whether these characters are naughty or nice. Yeah, I'm going to argue though if you cross my I want elfish you to argue. Ways. I want you to argue. I want to see I have that. elfish wisdom. <clears throat> you are. Lord of the Rings. I have seen it. I, don't, 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 you have to tell people that. Yeah, I've seen it, you know. Sorry. It's okay. It's a secret. <laughs> um, yes, I've seen Lord of the Rings. I don't like Lord of the Rings, by the you way. You don't like it? Hate them. I think we're ready to jump in with, into this topic, which will jump be fun. Jump in the snow. Yeah. Jumping up. Let's make some snow angels. Yeah. Yeah. Max, uh, the floor is yours. And like I said, you will give me the movie. You will give me whatever characters you want. The only part of this that I knew ahead of time is the possible list of movies that this could come from. Yep. No sequence, no individuals. And with that, my head elf, can we give you an elf name? What is your elf name? Queasy. <laughs> That's a dwarf name. <laughs> that sounds like the eighth dwarf. Legolas. 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 <laughs> Never. We'll just call you Max. Dartarian. Dartarian. There you That's go. A musketeer. You're my elf. No, no, it's great. You're my. You're my elf. Dartarian. I'm also a musketeer. Dartarian, the, the elf musketeer. Please take it away. <laughs> what do you got out the gate? I'm going. I want to go classic right away. So let's go. 89's Prancer. Oh, Prancer. This was cute, Max. I love this movie. It's adorable. Prancer is the reason I love Christmas. Yeah, it is. It is everything I love about Christmas story of a girl who believes a father who doesn't and a reindeer who saves the soul of a small town called Three Oaks. Did you, is that the top of your head? That's off the top of my head. I love this movie. See, I'm telling you, you're talking to Johnny Christmas over here. Like I'm ready to rock and roll. Don't worry. And they're from Michigan too. I know. Don't worry. I know. I know. It was shot. Three Oaks is actually in Indiana. Did you know that? I did not. So yeah. they lied to us. Well, yeah, I know, right? That's yeah. the only lie in this movie. Everything else is the truth. You know Tom Skerritt's from Michigan, too? I did. And Lily Tomlin, I found out. I did know that as well. Damn. Yeah. I too. Come on. Michigan, you know. I know my Michigan. I know. I thought I would stump you. Um, but back to Michigan. Back, back to, to Prancer. Prancer. Back to Prancer. So before I let you give me the characters that you want to do, Naughty or Nice, do you want me to give quick synopsises on these films? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. I'm going to try to give this without crying because I typically every time I've never seen a movie where you tear jerk from beginning to end. So it's so funny (laughs) that you bring this up. My, I watched this the other night, a couple nights ago and it was my two daughters, my wife and my son. Did your wife not cry? My daughters didn't cry and my wife didn't cry. Aaron and I cried the whole movie. And then when we got busted crying, my wife made fun of me. Like she was some schoolyard bully saying, I can't believe you're crying during this movie. I'm glad that she was on the other foot. No, (laughs) and she said it was a terrible movie. What? That's I crazy. Know, yeah. I know. I so know. is this a bro cry movie? Is this like a Rudy? I don't know, but it got me. Got yeah. me in all the feels. Yeah. So the, the story of Prancer is it's 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 got that classic Disney like some parent has died is it and Disney? there's some tragedy. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't think 
I don't know. I don't think so. It doesn't. It, it, the the production quality doesn't feel like it's Disney, but no. the story feels like it's Disney. <laughs> yeah. But um, Sam Elliott, who how do you not love Sam Elliott? The mustache. Right? The I stash. mean, he's the the the, the better half of uh, the double deuces. Uh, Bouncers, so are we know? led to believe this is Wade settling down? This is what happened. <laughs> he he's salty. He's salty enough. Um, except I think he was killed in. Uh, oh, that's yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Small detail. I like where your head was at. I mean, you could also go on the other route, which is that his name is John Riggs, and do we, are we to believe that he's related to Martin, the, the Marty old, Riggs, the older, crazier brother of Riggs Martin and Riggs. Murta. <laughs> uh, so Sam Elliott is John Riggs. Yeah, he is. John Riggs. He he lives on a farm. He, apple farm, he, apple farm, right? Honeycrisps, I hope. Oh yeah, and he, he's got two children, and his wife has recently passed away. Uh, they don't say why, but it sounds seems like, cancerous. Yeah, it seems cancerous. And you know, there, there's just this this coldness to him. Like he's a terrible, terrible human being. And he, his daughter, just wants to be. She, his daughter is a beacon of Christmas joy. She's the loudest one singing in school as they're getting ready for the school play. She believes she's at that eight nine year old phase where like kids stop believing, and she believes in Christmas, and she believes in all this wonderment and she's got an older brother who's a jerk to her and nobody's on her side and she just needs a miracle and I, you're staring at me right now because you know like my eyes are probably glossing over <laughs> like I'm going to start crying so what happens they she finds Prancer she finds a reindeer that's injured and she's convinced that this reindeer is Prancer and this whole movie is about her against everyone and it ends with her dad coming around showing her some support showing her love rescuing Prancer and he just flies off with Santa and the other reindeer and the relationship between father and daughter is saved and the town has its soul back. I love <laughs> this movie. You Woo! yeah, breathe, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you get gooey around the holidays. This movie gets me super gooey. So the music too, it's all a kind of piano yeah. soft kind oh. of, and it's all snow. Max, yeah. it's so good. The it's jerky so brother good. with the earring. Who who at the end is like, I you know, I love you. I don't want you to move away. Like those moments are just like, they're so beautiful. I mean, yeah. if you have, a, you have a sister, how could you not like, how does that not make you just goosebump when you see the brother being a good brother, you know? I'm jealous actually. I know, right? <laughs> I failed in that. In that you're not a good, you're a good brother. Love Stop you, Katie. It. Um, all right, so I gave my mushy synopsis. Do you think I covered enough of the movie that people get what it's about? Yeah, wipe your eyes, blow your nose. It's it's beautiful. Also, I should note one of my favorite small parts, Abe Vigoda as the veterinarian. Oh, yeah. He was great. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> all right. So, um, oh, yeah. And it's funny because in rewatching this, her best friend Carol is the girl from Jurassic Park. Oh, no way. I was staring at her. I'm like, who is this girl? I'm like, it's the girl from Jurassic Park. And then uh, Billy Quinn is, uh, oh, God, uh, uh, Johnny something, whose name is escaping right now. But he's the guy from Big Bang Theory and Roseanne. Oh, my God. Really? That, that's the kid, yeah. Johnny. And he also, I mean, he's also Rusty from another movie I like. But we'll talk about <laughs> that. Okay, Max, I've given enough. I've talked too long. Who are the characters that you want to ask old Santa Mo? Ho, 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 is on the naughty or nice list. Okay, this is big because this is going to determine how you're going to judge everything else. So this is going to be like a court of law where you'll use my precedent that I yeah. sat here to argue against me in future ones. Court I like case that. 37, I 1948. MG versus Prancer. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> John Riggs. Oh, man. <laughs> now, are you a forgiving Santa or are you an Old Testament thou shall not <laughs> cross he, me Santa? He's so mean to her the whole movie. He's a shotgun in his hand. He, he, tries, the movie. he tries. He sells Prancer. He sells Prancer. Like she obviously, For 200 bucks though. this girl gets in the newspaper and the church is like praising her and he sells Prancer for 200 bucks. Exactly. For 200 bucks. He's trying to get rid of his daughter and, and ship her off to Aunt Sarah's house. Prancer did eat his pies and <laughs> crash his house. I don't care. Sure. That's like, that's like you and I in the holiday rolling home, you know? Oh, I, 
But he turns around in the he, end. He, he does. Yeah. He, he does. He t- it's beautiful. Turns, he turns hard. Around. He turns hard, and it really gets you in the feels. I, I, but he did tell his child he couldn't raise her. That's pretty lousy. I know, but he was to also he, he was trying to do what's best by her. So this is why I'm torn. I gotta say, I gotta say, he's on the naughty list. But here's the thing about the naughty and nice list: you can always redeem yourself. This is a this is in a, a year in, by year. Yeah, right. So in a snapshot in in this particular film. You can't just put him in the nice list because he made one grand gesture at the end of the movie. He was an he was a prick the entire movie. So fast forward, it's 2020. Oh, he's sure I'm sure he's nice. They okay. have a beautiful relationship with Plus each they've other. Seen Santa, they know yeah, that, they yeah. know that they know they're being watched. <laughs> there you go. So I say I say naughty. Santa has delivered naughty. Delivered oh, or yeah, delivered? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. no. Delivered. It's a deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Santa has made his rule. There you go. Okay, easier one. Easier a little one. layup. Jessica Riggs. Oh my God, nice. She is <laughs> she is literally the sweetest character and most wonderful Christmas character of any Christmas film. Small retort: that girl in school, you hated that girl. Everybody did. No, no, I didn't hate that girl. She was loud. She, she was wasn't. Abrasive. No, I hated the I have to be the straight A girl or I have to be the straight A boy. That was me. She, yeah, she's not that. She is the. She had a serious family trauma, and the fact that she even has that degree of cheer in school, I love. I love everything about this girl. Does she ever bend though? Does she ever break? Doesn't matter. Okay. I don't care. She's the best. She's stubborn. She's on the nice list. Santa has spoken. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Foolish. Fantastic. We're one down. Yep. We got the feel. We're there. Emotionally, I'm drained because you started with Prancer. <laughs> I, I wanted to cry during my uh, recap. Should of I have it. gone less heavy in the beginning? No, it's okay. You I, gotta I start with bangers. Take a take a big. When you breath, make a mixtape, you know? your first one. Lucky for you, Santa has all the magic wonderment we need, Max. I'm Get ready that to bag. go. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Christmas magic. Oh, are we ready for our next one? Santa Claus the movie. Oh my gosh. How do you get the naming rights for that? Let's buy Santa Claus. So this movie, for me growing up, this is my first Santa movie. Ooh. Outside of the claymation, Rudolph and everything, but as far as movies are concerned, this was Elf before Elf, I think. It had elements of it. Elf is certainly, Will Ferrell's fantastic, but this was Elf before Elf. So let's take a step back. Got to explain this movie to those poor, unfortunate souls who have never seen this movie. I didn't know this existed until a week ago. So it's it's a classic story. The, the fun part about this movie is that not just is a, a today, what happened today, or at least in 85 when it came out, but it talks about the history of Santa. It fills in the holes for all those kids it's that ask movies. those questions. It is yeah. two separate movies. It's an really. origin hero story. Yes, exactly. That's a great way of putting it. Well, and you know, I think, wasn't didn't uh, the people who did the Superman movies did this, the right? The executive producers of Superman did this. It feels like yeah. when you see Christopher Reeves finds like, Santa the, Man. the fortress of solitude <laughs> with his little uh, diamond icicle thing. That's yeah. what it feels Feels like in this movie so that makes total sense so this movie is about how santa claus came to be right right claus and his wife are toy makers they go off into the forest there's a storm. 1600s i love i love that you get the original right so you know what you learn in this which i don't know if this is true or not but that donner and blitzen were the ogs those were the first two reindeer that took them off into the so forest is this story based on anything or i have no just- idea <laughs> I, I treat it as as canon it's, yeah. it's 100 accurate <laughs> I, I accept it as real but they they go into the forest they the snowstorm comes. They're saved by the elves. The senior ancient elf, our friend Burgess Meredith what, from, what from are Rocky, the elves doing for hundreds of years. I don't waiting care. For them. I I just love that Burgess Meredith is yeah. this is the ancient elf. He's like he's like Claus, <laughs> Claus. You're gonna eat thunder and crap lightning. Like it's fantastic. Like how can you not? Love I did that? love the boxing scene. Oh, that's great. It's great. So <laughs> they they create Claus. They turn him into Santa Claus, who for centuries is Santa Claus, and get him the red suit. Get him ready to go. And he has an elf, and that elf's name is. Patches? Patch. Patch, not Patches. Patch. Played by Dudley Moore. Are you familiar with Dudley Moore? I confuse him with the guy who hangs out with Richard Pryor. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Arthur Moore? Fine. 
No, Arthur Moore. What are you no. talking about? Gene Wilder? Willy Wonka. <laughs> How can you confuse him with Gene Wilder? They look similar. They look nothing alike. I I don't know. <laughs> All right. They're both British. So just so we know, right? Gene Wilder's not British. He sounds British. He doesn't sound <laughs> That was my Christmas gift. Thank you. That was amazing. Gene Wilder, the, the famous British actor. <laughs> God. So Thespian. Yeah, there you go. So um Dudley Moore. So yeah, have you have you seen Arthur? Are you familiar with Arthur at all? The drunk rich dude. Yeah. So you know you know that at least. And then um he was there's a bunch of movies he's in. I don't think you have seen any of them. Do you remember Milo and Otis? No. You don't remember Milo and Otis? No. It's a cute movie about a pug and a cat and their adventures. I don't know if it's an 80s movie, but you need to watch it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, he was if the it's na- not in the 80s, I'm not watching it. He was the narrator of that. All right. You derailed me on this. Yeah. Let's get back to Santa Claus in the movie. So Patches. No, Patch. no Patch, not Patches. No, I'm yeah. derailing myself. Patch is the head elf. And he thinks he can do it better, cleaner, faster. He wants to evolve Santa's Modern workshop. Modern industrialization. Yeah, exactly. So He's not wrong. He sets up a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt breaks. He's embarrassed. He's like, I'm getting out of here. So he heads off to well, New York. Well, the toys break too. They do. So he heads off to New York City. And while he heads to New York City, he's taken advantage of by a guy. BZ is his name. He's the owner of a failing toy store. He's an awful human being played by the friend of the show. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Our friend, your friend, my In friend. In the Lithgowiest performance ever. He is ever. so Lithgow in this movie. Hair slicked back, yeah. pinstripe suit. Yeah. What? <laughs> They're going to pay for the yeah. toys? You can't give the way for free over and over again. Oh, it's the best. Lithgow's the best. I could have watched him play this role for the next 20 years. He was he was great. <laughs> so they, they head off in that direction. While Patch is is setting this all up, he essentially gives the bad guy the Christmas magic, right? So floatable. A, right. The substory to this is Joe the Orphan Boy, right? I think he's an orphan and homeless. That was his full name, actually. Joe, was, Joe the, the Orphan, orphan Boy. That's terrible. <laughs> Um, he develops uh, a relationship with this wealthy girl, Cornelia, who, who is the niece or the daughter niece. She's the niece of John Lithgow's character. Yep. And they have this very kind of cute Charles Dickens, you know, poverty, rich person experience going on. And then integrate Santa who comes into town, the orphan boy plus the niece helps Santa get patch back in it. Save the day. The story's all meshed together. It is, but it's a it is it's a standard. We're gonna save Christmas. The loop story. to loop. We gotta save Christmas. Yeah. Right. So Max, we've laid it out. Naughty and nice. Who am I judging? So I, I can't make you judge yourself, can I? No. <laughs> you gonna put Santa? Don't you dare put Santa put on the stage. Up. Nobody puts Santa. Don't look at me. <laughs> uh, let's go, Patch. Patch. Boy, that's a good one. It means well. He does. And Wants I toys I, for all the boys and girls. And I just feel like he's kind of an idiot and that's why he gets in trouble. His overall goal is, is kind of like good, right? Yeah. Efficiency. He, just, he just makes a lot of dumb mistakes. He does. And when he realizes kind of the totality of those mistakes, that's when he turns he comes around. Absolutely. I'm going to put him on the nice list. All right. I'm going to put him on the nice good. list. I, I don't think he's that bad of a dude. It makes me happy. If I mess up, you're going to be, forgiving. you're yeah, you are patch. Yeah. Although you're Dartarian apparently, but you could also be patch. I'm Gene Wilder, and I won't stand for anything else. Welcome Come to my shopping with factory. me, and we'll see. Unbelievable. Yeah, I like uh, it. Oh, that's Good. great. All right, uh, who else you got? I got Orphan Joe, Little Orphan Joe. Kind of snarky. He is. Uh, I got to put him on the nice list, too, because I, I feel like his life circumstances 
are, are would allow me to give him a little bit of a pass. Like I know he's kind of like a jerky kid, but like he also helps Santa save Christmas. How so, do you not put him on the nice list? He meets Santa and Santa asks, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I'm pitching a no hitter for the Yankees." What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> that is that's not that terrible. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's got a little he got a little edge to him. That doesn't yeah. put you on the naughty I'm list. Walking here. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving him the nice. I'm giving him the nice. Wow. He, he helped Santa save Christmas. I think you're biased because this is your movie. Did you direct this movie? I did not direct this movie. <laughs> I would I would have not used Gene Wilder if I directed this movie. I'll tell you that, too. Oh, that's great. All right, so we have covered Santa Claus the movie. Where are we off to now? Mo. Yes, Max. Can I open one gift? No. Please. No. <laughs> you can't open You're any Santa. gift. You're Santa. You can decide. I know, but you know the rule. You can open one gift on Christmas Eve, the rest on Christmas Day. You're the worst. Well, I might be the worst. Here's what I will let you do right now. Okay. We need to do our ad. Okay, so it's like spreading Christmas cheer. Yeah, kind of, right? Okay. Well, so let's do it. Put me on the nice list. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, True. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And, uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a left turn. We're going to oh. go more Christmas adjacent. Oh, I like it. Left turn, Christmas adjacent. What do you got? One of my favorite 80s movies, Trading Places. Randolph and Mortimer Duke, the Duke brothers. The usual stakes? Oh, absolutely. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max, uh, so at the beginning. Mortimer. At the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> <name. laughs> Mortimer Duke, whoever wrote that, just had a mic drop and leave the room. This is on its own merit. A fantastic movie. We talked at the beginning about these kind of Chris. You said it best. Christmas adjacent, yep. right? Like Christmas is a part of this movie, but this movie isn't about Christmas. But yeah. it, it for sure is a Christmas movie. Dan Aykroyd dressing as drunk Santa and stuffing salmon in his salmon <laughs> suit. With, that I almost throw up. Oh, it's the best. He's, <laughs> he's chewing on his beard, <laughs> stuck so in his gross. teeth. It's it's the best. Uh, so Trading Places is your standard. Standard movie, right? <laughs> Normal movie. Yeah, right. Was this John Landis? Yeah. Oh, uh, Love Landis. Yeah, he's, this is, everything about this Just watch Blues great. Brothers, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About to watch Crossroads. You ever seen that? I've not. Yeah. With Britney Spears? No. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. I know, I'm just kidding. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, so. It's Macchio and Landis. How do you not see I, I, that? I just, okay. just, you, Sorry. you're getting a little Decibles. fired up. It's, oh, you're it's Christmas. It's, it's Christmas. You got the spirit. Uh, trading Places. You've got Randolph and Mortimer Duke, the Duke brothers, commodity brokerage firm Duke and Duke, been around forever since the since the stock market was open. Yeah, that's what they tell us. Yeah, 
Uh, they've got their their blue blood, blue chip, mm, you know, Lewis yeah. Lewis Winthorpe the third. What a great name! Uh, the and, naming in this movie is outrageous. Oh, it's it, the, everything about this movie is outrageous. <laughs> so Lewis Winthorpe is one of their employees. He's about to marry the Duke brothers' great great niece or something like that. Just niece, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think it's great great niece, but whatever. They're about to marry her, and they they Penelope. they read a article in Modern Science or something about uh, nature versus nurture. Right? Is Lewis Winthorpe successful because he's got what it takes or is he successful because he was born into the right family, born into the right city, born with the right access and they decide to do the old swaparoo and they find Billy Ray Valentine played by Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Great role. I got legs. <laughs> they I can walk. They it's a miracle. They swap the two of them <laughs> and essentially try to ruin Lewis's life and try to make uh, Billy Ray's life better. Um, and again, this movie ends with Lewis and Billy Ray getting together, turning on the Dukes, destroying their empire, and you know, teaching them both a lesson. So you I've shouldn't mess with people. I've seen this movie 30 times. Do you understand the orange frozen orange market trade at the end? I don't. I looked at it online. I still don't get it. Everything that I know about the stock market is from this movie. <laughs> so I don't totally orange understand. Orange futures. I, I Everyone's don't, screaming. This is so far out of our like yeah. soft spot. Like I couldn't even have a podcast with you about this. I know so little about trading commodities. Like I, Although I did learn they made $258 million. Oh, they did. Yes. Yeah. That's how much money they made. Yeah. So I feel like we should know. Right. Yeah. But still don't get it. Uh, still don't get it. But that's uh, part of the beauty of the film. You're not supposed to get it. Also, I'm just going to say it. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis playing Ophelia. Mm. Funny. She was so funny in this. Like, She's I, really good. Yeah, she was great in this movie. I yeah. love Jamie. This is probably I this is probably my favorite Jamie Lee Curtis film. Fish called Wanda. I really like, too. I, this this does it for me. I love her in this movie. Freaky She's Friday. Great. I'm old. <laughs> Freaky Friday. That's fantastic. <laughs> I do love her also in those uh, um, yogurt commercials for the uh, stuff oh, for your stomach. Those for are great Stevia too. or yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> He's great. Shout She's out great. Jamie Lee. I do love Jamie Lee Curtis. The one, the one thing I want to bring up that I love about this film that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but I just want to bring it up anyways. There's a scene where Lewis Winthorpe has already been sent to jail and he comes back to the club that he used to belong to mm. and all of his old rich posh friends are sitting around mm. and he interrupts Blame. them and one of these girls goes and she, one of these girls is finishing the tail end of a joke yep. and she goes and she stepped on the ball and they all start laughing if anybody I know ever gets bougie, I don't care if they've seen this movie or not, I always say, and she stepped on the ball. Do you actually? All the time. That's awesome. My friends that know it get it and think yeah. it's hilarious. Other people just think I'm being a weirdo. Well, you are a weirdo. I am a weirdo. And also, for anyone who's saying this isn't a Christmas movie, in Italy, they play this on Christmas Eve every year, and it gets a 10% higher rating than anything else on TV. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. That's so funny. For the funny. last 10 years. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, and by the way, anyone who says it's not a Christmas movie, make like a tree and get <laughs> out of here. here. <laughs> um, all right, Max, there's a lot of characters in this. So who do you got for me, uh, Naughty and Nice? I'm sorry, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. <laughs> Patch. Patch. I'm calling you Patch. Who do you got for me, Patch? Okay, we got Frank Oz, the corrupt cop. No. I'm <laughs> I loved well, his role. He yeah, was great. Yeah. Also, do you know John Carlo Esposito is one of the cellmates no. of Billy Ray? You're kidding. Yeah, he's right next to him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Moff Gideon's right there. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> But more, more central character. Yeah, much more. Yeah, please stick to the, stick to the main Sorry. characters. That's okay. That's all right. You want to flex a little yeah. bit. That's all right. Uh, uh, Coleman the Butler. Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> great name. It is great. Boy, that's a really good one because um, he obviously, towards the end of the movie, plays a pivot, pivotal role in kind of helping them and supporting them. But he also goes along with what the Dukes want them to do. I don't know, right? Like he's employed by the Dukes. 
and the house is owned by the Dukes. Right. So when the Dukes say throw Lewis Winthorpe out and act like you don't know him, he's just doing what his job is. He's a butler. He's just yeah. you know he's got to take like care. He's of- done this before. Like he had this kind of knowledge. He's like, oh, again. Yeah. Do you know? Because this didn't seem like the first time that Randolph and Mortimer made a bet like this. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you look at the. Because when he's on the phone, he's like, okay, again. If you look at the body of the work of the whole film, I feel like he spends more time in the film trying to be a good person than he does being a bad. So I'm going to put him on the nice list. I think you're being swayed by his fun Irish priest. I do love him. <laughs> I do too. No, no, I that's the whole him. reason. I know. He's on that train. He's yeah. great on the train. I think that's what you're doing. You're being entertained. You're no, being- <laughs> no, because even even when he was like making crepes for them and they didn't the want to The Grand the yeah. orange. And he, and he like, threw he it out. Why did he eat it? It looked delicious. It did look delicious. Uh, but he, he he had a good attitude about it. He wasn't like mean behind their back. No. And, and he helped and he them. Helped out, he helped, he Billy helped Ray them out big time. He did. You know what? He gave Billy Ray good advice. He was looking Didn't out for him. Didn't treat him like trash. Yeah. I, I'm nice list. Okay, cool. Great pick, but I'm giving him the nice. Okay. Speaking of Billy Ray, Billy Ray. Billy Ray <laughs> Valentine. Oh, man. I mean, naughty. You got to put him on the naughty yep. list. I, I love him. His character's fantastic. He's a hustler. He, you know, he, he kind of finds Jesus at the end of the movie when he starts realizing that, like, you know, you got to treat people as humans. Hard. Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's a scoundrel. But he... He, he pretended he, he fakes having no legs and being homeless so yeah. he can hustle people. Even at his best, he was a scoundrel. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I and I love the character and I'm and, you know again maybe next year. I think now that he's on that island uh, with Winthorpe and Coleman, it'll be nothing but the nice list moving. So forward. next year, are we going to do the 2020? <clears throat> where are they now? Not your nice list. Well, it'll be a little bit weird because next year's 2021. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! Still, 20, 31 years later. We'll see. We'll okay. see. That'd be fun. Maybe. Yeah. Where are they now? They're still, I'd still be on I read those island. people magazines where it's like the 80 stars. You like, would read those people. Who reads people magazine? I read them in dentist's office when I was a kid. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. All right, Max, I'm excited. I'm ready for your next movie. This is my favorite movie on the list. Just from a sheer movie standpoint. Really? Not Christmassy. Not, not favorite <laughs> Christmassy, but this is your favorite overall movie on the list? Yes. Oh, I'm excited. What do you got? What do you got? Santa, I must break you. <laughs> Rocky Four. Are you, why are you singing Ghostbusters? That's I the Tiger, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, no, it's okay. I can't tell because you are tone deaf, and everything you sound. I'm still gonna it try. Sounds the exact. Everything you sing sounds the same way. I'm gonna try. Don't do it yourself. All right, fine. I'm not doing it. Do Hearts on Fire. Hearts on Fire. I'm climbing a mountain. <laughs> Rocky in a, in a Four in a thin leather jacket, by the way. So, Unrealistic. So Rocky Four. Quick synopsis, by the way. How do you give a quick synopsis on one of the best films ever made? I don't know, but I'll do my best. Because it was a 90-minute music video. It's pretty easy to synopsisize it. All right, here we go. Rocky IV. Uh, Rocky Balboa and his newfound best friend, Apollo Creed, which they became close friends in Rocky III. I want to know who won that fight at the end. I know, right? They never reveal that. Ding, ding. Apollo, now being retired, still has the itch to be relevant, and there is an up-and-coming boxer from Russia, and his name is Ivan Drago, and he wants to do an exhibition fight, so... Apollo Creed puts together this huge exhibition fight. James Brown and everything. With Rocky as his trainer and in his corner. And Apollo gets murdered. Literally gets (laughs) murdered in the ring, like dies. Did you see that coming? No, didn't see it coming. You you usually don't kill off such popular characters, (laughs) but it worked. I mean, it's a great movie. So Apollo gets killed by Ivan Drago. This destroys Rocky. And Rocky now realizes that he has to fight. Ivan Drago and the Russians get to make all the decisions on the fight. So what day do they choose for that fight? Christmas day, Christmas day, December 25th. Yep. So it's a non-sanctioned fight in Russia for no money, for no money. Paulie almost has a heart attack when he says that at the the press conference, he's wasted. Yeah. Paulie's he's he's, married to a robot. (laughs) Happy birthday, (laughs) Paulie. 
<laughs> oh man, Rocky Four. Okay, do we have to give it a female voice. So I know. So Rocky Four, we have this incredible fight, and his son stays up and is watching, and it's it's that's the the tie into Christmas is this fight is on Christmas Day. Well, it's about America, and it's also America, America Christmas. and Christmas. Yeah. right? there you go, because it's it's everything. And he stopped the Cold War. He did say, yeah, you're right. It's incredible. Gorbachev. Rocky. <laughs> I I've now this is the fourth podcast we've done where I've been able to do my Rocky Rocky. Key. You love, you, the, you love doing I do that. love it. I, if people could see, I'm shaking my hand vigorously <laughs> as I do it. Max, Rocky Four. there's a lot of people that could be debated, naughty and nice on here. Who you got for me? Got an easy one. Uncle Polly. what do oh, you think? Naughty. Uncle, uh, Uncle Polly's the worst. He makes amends at the end. That speech when he's like, I want to be you. No, he's the worst. You're all heart rock. Uh, maybe, I, did you not tear, tear up? Uncle, now knock this guy's lights out. Uncle Polly is solely responsible for Rocky Five. I want you to think about that for a second. If Uncle Polly hadn't have wasted all of Rocky's money, we wouldn't have had to sit through Tommy Gunn and Rocky Five. I like the street fight. Stop it. Don't you ever <laughs> say anything redeeming about that garbage movie, ever. Hey, Creed's wouldn't have happened without these. No, that's not true. You don't know that. Hey, butterfly effect. No, I, fine. We could have found a different butterfly that wasn't a drunk, angry uncle, okay? Uncle <laughs> he, Polly's the worst. He did throw fists of liquor at, <laughs> at pinball machines. Let's go back to when they were- Was I, that three? I don't even know. Like starting at the beginning, you he's abusive towards his sister when they're dating. Right. He tries to pick a fight with Rock, and then he asks for a job. Rock gives him a job. That's not good enough. Rock buys him a watch. That's not good enough. Polly is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you just spent Polly's, five minutes raising and raving. You could have just said it in three. He's the words. worst. Not, naughty. Naughty. <laughs> Moving along. Next. Next, please. Okay, this is an interesting one. Rocky. What? Well, oh, I got to think about that. Yeah. Because you're you're basically thinking from this movie, he's, he's the reason that Apollo died. If he had thrown the flag in sooner, is that what you're thinking? Or the towel? <laughs> the flag. The flag. The American flag. No. <laughs> if he had thrown the towel in quicker. Well, that also a lousy funeral speech in sunglasses. <laughs> kind oh, of you can't, dude. He's he's got like he's got major brain damage. I'm not gonna get mad at <laughs> and him for as that. As a speech. family man, doesn't tell his wife he's going to Russia on Christmas. For no money to possibly well, get killed by drugs. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to give him a pass on that. What? I'm going to tell you. You don't why. talk that over with your wife. Nope. I'm going to tell you why. Adrian is the worst wife, <laughs> least supportive wife in all cinema history. She is a wet blanket. She is the worst. She has one redeeming moment in all of those films. One, and it's in Rocky Two when she goes into a coma and he's sitting there with <laughs> That's Mick. That's the redeeming moment, yeah, right? And she comes <laughs> out. Of, she comes out of the coma and Mick is in there with him and and basically you know she says shouldn't you be training and he's like oh i didn't want to, i'm not going to do the fight it's over and she says just promise me one thing and she and rocky leads leans over and adrian says win win <laughs> and mick says well what are we wasting our time for here that's the only and she is in she has appearances in five rocky films that is the only redeeming moment she has in all five films so don't tell me that Rocky should be on the naughty list because he didn't tell his wife where he was going for Christmas. She's lucky he stayed married to her. Wow. End of story. That's from straight from Santa's mouth. <laughs> I will I will Santa's been truth. I will entertain <laughs> I will entertain the argument. I will entertain the argument that he may have been responsible for Apollo's death yeah. by not throwing in the He obviously was not a trainer and should have been tried, in that he situation. Did, he did try to talk Apollo out of the fight big time, even well, in the night of. I know. I know, but I I just Oh, did that hurt his confidence? And he just Whistle. I'm putting I'm putting Rocky in the nice. I'm okay. putting him in the nice. You can't put him in the naughty. <laughs> he he ended the Cold War. Yeah. All right, Santa Santa sees that. Santa recognizes. Okay, okay. All right, Fair. all right. There you go. Yeah, but Polly's awful. <laughs> Just so we're clear on that. Polly's I want to make awful. sure everyone knows. I want to make sure everybody knows. 
I don't know. You want to have a debate? You want to have a nice podcast? Let's talk about who's worse, Polly or Adrian. That'd be an interesting conversation. Ooh, bad family. Ugh, the worst. All right, continue. Next movie. This is great, by the way. I'm, you're picking great movies. I'm excited. Yeah, this one you're going to love. Oh, I love them all, but let's see what you got. Bill Murray classic, Scrooge. Scrooge. Oh, oh man. Put a little love in your heart. This movie's wild. It's great. It's bananas. It's it's. I feel like Bill Murray had a lot of influence in what went on in this movie. It's very Bill Murray-ish. Well, I guess him and Richard Donner didn't get along on set, though. Really? Yeah. They hated working I, you know, I've heard I've heard before that Bill Murray, you either love him or you hate him. Like, there's no middle ground. Like, a lot of people don't get along with him. Yeah, he's super high energy. Yeah, yeah. Just well, I can imagine, right? Steams rolls through everybody. Yeah. I mean, what's that like for you? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Scrooged, it is a... Would you call it a reboot or a remake or just a influence of Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol? It's a retelling. Retelling. I like that. Ooh, so that's great. I'm pretty proud I of remember that. That was really good. Scrooge is a retelling of Charles Dickens' classic Christmas Carol. What day is it? <laughs> you, buy me the fattest goose. <laughs> so, you, so you've got... Frank, so you've got Frank Cross uh, played by Bill Murray, who essentially is Ebenezer Scrooge. Yep, big time. Now, here's something interesting, right? Um, Elliot Loudermilk, who's played by Bobcat Goldwaith. Ah. Is, is he is he basically Bob Cratchit? Because in 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 the Christmas Carol, right. it Bob Cratchit's son is Tiny Tim, whereas in this movie, Tiny Tim is really. His, secretary His secretaries, gracious. yeah. But I still think Elliot is Bob Cratchit. Yep, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, okay, so I'm skipping ahead. Um, Bill Murray's character, uh, Frank Cross, just uh, uh, an executive at a television uh, uh, channel or whatever station. Yeah, television. And he gets the classic visited by the ghost of Christmas past, ghost of pres Christmas present, yeah. ghost of Christmas future. After he makes a, an ad so scary, he kills old women and yes. he's happy about yeah, it. Yeah, they have like heart attacks. Yeah, <laughs> he he is just a, he's an awful, vicious curmudgeon. Yep. And this movie is if you're drinking totally straight. You're an evil guy. The whole movie <laughs> is Frank Cross going through that process. And turning his life around. And that's the beauty of this movie. That's the beauty of A Christmas Carol. It's that realization that there's still time. They didn't waste that. His speech at the end of this movie yeah. is fantastic. You can always right? change tomorrow if you want. You got it. This is the best. This is the Christmas lesson. Tiny Tim talks at the end. I know. Is his name Tim in the movie? It's not Tim. Um, does he say God blesses everyone? I think he does. He does. God bless us, <laughs> everyone. Oh. All right, Max, who you got? There's a lot of good and bad in this movie as far as characters. So who am I going to be passing judgment on? I'm going with the funnest name, Elliot Loudermilk. Oh, man, <laughs> Elliot. I love Bobcat Goldway. I just saw One Crazy Summer. Hilarious. He's great, that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the 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 Stork Brothers? Is that who he is? Yeah. In? Yeah, it's, it's the Stork. How do, that, I should get bonus points for remembering the Stork <laughs> Brothers. Um, you the, know he's Robin Williams' best friend in real life? No, really? Yeah. Oh, the two of them. He, dir he directed together. a bunch of Robin Williams movies, like oh, terrible ones, like Man of the Year, stuff like that. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea that Bobcat Goldwaith even directs stuff. Yeah. Have you seen the Police Academy movies yet? The first one? He's not okay. in the first one. He's not in the first one. No. But uh, that's that's his most infamous role, and for me at least. I grew up watching him in the Do him and Police Michael Winslow hang out? I well, you know, in the police... Together, their noises might like just explode the world. In the Police Academy <laughs> movies, he starts off, and I don't remember if it was two or three... But he starts off as being a bad guy oh. and then joins the academy and becomes a cop. All right. And then is a cop. I love the, when that happens. The sequence I love ones it. after that. Fast and Furious style. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Elliot Loudermilk. Boy, I don't know. I mean, I want to put him on the nice list, but he um, he definitely he brings a shotgun. Shot, brings a <laughs> shotgun and starts shooting it in the office, and he goes postal at the office. He's so. firing it. He's not just the thing. No, about no, it. this yeah. wasn't an idle threat. Yeah. He was trying to kill Frank Cross. But he was nice to begin with. This is like a trading places. Wasn't like he, didn't, was his wife pregnant or just had a baby or something, something like that? Yeah, and he wanted to take off the scary ad and put a nice ad about Christmas. 
I know, but he lost it. <laughs> he really did. He really. This is the reverse of your normal scenario. I gotta put him. On, I gotta put him on the naughty list. Yeah, you I fire. Lo- you I, fire a gun. Now I think he is. I think next the the year after this, you know, in the timeline of this movie, he's on mm-hmm. the nice list. Him and Frank are, you know, their families are hanging out. They're doing great. But he, I mean, he's he's exceptionally <laughs> violent in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's good. He does hold people hostage too, for right. a good reason. Right, but right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit, a little bit. All right, who I else? Agree. <clears throat> so we got to we got to talk about Bill Murray, Frank Cross, Frank Cross. Yeah. So this is a classic, uh, a classic argument, right? So Ebenezer Scrooge, you're basically asking, is Ebenezer Scrooge on the naughty or nice list? So this movie lets us think that he was really good until he was about 25, too. Well, because you want to save the world. A lot of the, a lot of the retelling of a Christmas Carol when they do uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past, they do show an element where, like, you could see that humanitarianist, not that much of humanitarian, but a little bit of humanitarian. Him and Claire were trying to save the world. Yeah, but. uh, I, I I agree, but remember, Santa's list is based on an annual schedule. Mm. He's evaluating you 365 in that year. Do you have like an Excel spreadsheet? I do. You have to you, because look, you can't algorithms. Look at, you have like a TikTok thing. Let going? me tell you something. If Santa only looked, if Santa looked back years, I would be getting coal every year. You, got you it. just got to you got to kill it that one year. You're like a cornerback. You don't remember the last play. That's right. It's yeah. always the next play. Yeah. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> I, Santa the linebacker. I, Ebenezer Scrooge, Frank Cross. I both of them. You got to put them on the naughty list. Yeah, it's great that they redeem themselves. They're heading in the right direction, but you, you got to put a body of work together that's more than just the day before Christmas. You can't just do one yeah, it's day. Three hundred sixty-five days. Right. Yeah. Naughty. He's not Polly naughty, but he's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> what is with you and Polly? I hate Polly. I hate him. Great haircut. Great haircut, but I hate him. In shape. Looks great. Max, we're about halfway through the list, so now's probably a good time to close out part one. Yeah, let's get some eggnog. Yeah, a little kick our feet up, relax. Santa's hungry. Some chestnuts. I could walnuts. Eat some cookies. Is it walnuts? Some cookies. No, don't you don't know these things. <laughs> you don't you just want Hanukkah gel. <laughs> <laughs> Santa wants his cookies in my belly. <laughs> uh, as always. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you don't want a lump of coal in your stocking, what are some ways you could avoid that this fine Christmas season, Max? I would suggest liking, subscribing, reviewing us. Reviews, five stars, 10 stars. 15 stars. Santa loves his stars. <laughs> Klaus wants the stars. I don't know what that's from. I don't, I'm, it's a combination of probably my uh, Rocky Four. Rocky, give us stars. It had some Arnold in there, too. It did. It was a little of everything. Uh, yeah, at Buzz in the Tower. Apple iTunes, Spotify, anything that plays podcasts, we're on. So check us out, follow us, review us, give us the stars. Do it. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.